Psalm chapter 72, verse 1. This song is totally prophetic, and it's about the Messiah, Jesus Christ. It's also about Solomon, the son of David, and Solomon's kingdom, but it's a direct prophetic allusion to Jesus Christ's kingdom. 1. By Solomon, that is, the third king of Israel. O God, thy judgments to the king give, and thy righteousness to the king's son. Solomon is asking the Lord for correct judgment and for righteousness, so that he can be a good judge to the people. When he says thy judgments give, what he means is tell me how to judge. 2. He judgeth thy people with righteousness, and thy poor with judgment. We have to read this parallel. It's talking about Solomon, but it's also talking about Jesus. Jesus judges all people with righteousness. And he judges the poor, which means he gives justice to the poor. 3. The mountains bear peace to the people, and the heights by righteousness. Showing how much peace the Lord brings us, which is a lot, because mountains are massive. And the heights is also referring to the mountains. The heights are full of the righteousness of the Lord. For he judgeth the poor of the people, giveth deliverance to the sons of the needy, and bruiseth the oppressor. Just as Solomon brought justice to the poor and punished the evildoers, Jesus brings justice to the poor and punishes the demons who oppress us. You know, in both the Old and the New Testament, it never says that what poor people need is money. It always says they need the gospel, they need justice. That's how the Lord comforts the poor. It isn't by making them rich, it's by making them saved. Even in the New Testament, it said, to the poor, the gospel will be preached. It didn't say to the poor, they'll be given a bunch of freebies and handouts. I'm not saying it's wrong to help people's physical needs be met, but the goal is for salvation. That's what makes a person's life truly rich, is when they're saved. And Jesus will bruise Satan, as is spoken of in other parts of the Bible. 5. They fear thee with the sun, and before the moon, generation, generations. This is saying, the people of the Lord will fear him as long as the sun and the moon are up in the sky, from generation to generation. 6. He cometh down as rain on mown grass, as showers sprinkling the earth. Yes, they did mow their lawns back then. Because of evolutionists and Darwinists, they want to believe that humans are getting smarter and inventing new things, and it just isn't true. The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. The Egyptians mowed their lawns just like we do today. There's nothing new under the sun. We haven't developed anything new. This says that the Lord is as good as rain coming down on mowed grass. 7. Flourish in his days doth the righteous, and abundance of peace till the moon is not. The Lord does make the righteous flourish. 8. And he ruleth from sea unto sea, and from the river unto the ends of earth. Solomon ruled basically the known earth at his time. There were other pagan nations, but all the pagan nations around Solomon paid tribute to Israel. 
So in a sense, he was ruling over everybody. And during the millennial reign, the pagan nations will make tribute to Jesus in Jerusalem for a thousand years. Even though they don't really belong to him, they will pay him tribute and there will be no wars for a thousand years. And King Solomon had no wars in his time. His kingdom is an illusion of the thousand-year millennial reign of Jesus Christ. 9. Before him bow do the inhabitants of the dry places, and his enemies lick the dust. Even in the desert lands, they paid tribute to Solomon. They did not attack Israel. And in the thousand-year millennial reign, no nation will attack Israel or Jesus Christ. 10. Kings of Tarshish and of the isles send back a present. Kings of Sheba and Seba a reward bring near. Tribute, meaning gold and riches, were coming to Solomon from the English islands and from Africa. And in the millennial reign, it will be the same way in the sense that people from all the nations will come to Jerusalem to praise the Lord and honor him. 11. And all kings do bow themselves to him, all nations do serve him. This is what happened to Solomon. The pagan kings bowed to him when they met him, and they offered him submission, which meant they were at his command. This will also happen when Jesus reigns on earth for a thousand years. 12. For he delivereth the needy who crieth, and the poor when he hath no helper. Solomon did give just judgments toward the needy and the poor in his court when people came to him. 13. He hath pity on the poor and needy, and the souls of the needy he saveth. And this also is an allusion to Jesus Christ, who has pity on the poor and needy, and he saves us. When we have no helper, Jesus is our helper. 14. From fraud and from violence he redeemeth their soul, and precious is their blood in his eyes. To King Solomon, at least in the beginning of his reign, he saw the poor and the needy as precious, and he redeemed them from harm. So when they came to his court and said, So-and-so has oppressed me, so-and-so put me in slavery, so-and-so took my sheep, whatever it was, Solomon would make sure that they got justice. Jesus Christ also saves us from violence and fraud of the enemy, which is Satan, who is against us at all times. Jesus redeems our soul from our own sin, and he saves us from the clutches of Satan. And our blood is precious in his eyes because his blood is precious in our eyes. 15. And he liveth and giveth to them of the gold of Sheba, and prayeth for him continually all the day he doth bless him. This means that the Lord will live, and the gold of Sheba will be given to him, and he will be prayed to and praised every day. This is about King Jesus. 16. There is a handful of corn in the earth. On the top of mountains, shake like Lebanon doth its fruit, and they flourish out of the city as the herb of the earth. Crops don't grow very well on a mountain top. This is talking about the abundance of the Lord because it's saying that even the mountain tops will have corn growing on top of them. Now you and I have abundance in the spirit 
when we get saved, we inherit all of the fruit of the Spirit, which is all of the character traits of Jesus Christ. And as we use those by faith, they get stronger and stronger, such as patience, self-control, kindness, love, faithfulness, all of those character traits. And then we are also given gifts of the Spirit according to the Lord's will, which as we use those, those get stronger as well, and we receive more gifts according to what kind of work we will do for him. The more work you do for the Lord, the more gifts you receive, because you need gifts to do the work. So if you want gifts of the Spirit, don't just sit around on your thumbs and say, Lord, give me a gift. You have to start working for the Lord, and then he'll give you more gifts as you need them in that work. 17. His name is to the age. Before the sun is his name continued, and they bless themselves in him. All nations do pronounce him happy. Solomon was the son of David, and David's kingdom lasts forever, only because Jesus Christ comes from the lineage of David. The Lord had promised David that his kingdom would be forever, but it's really the Lord's kingdom. It's not David the man's kingdom. It's the Lord's kingdom that is lasting forever. This is all because of Jesus Christ. 18. Blessed is Jehovah God, God of Israel. He alone is doing wonders. It wasn't King Solomon who did wonders. King Solomon had great wisdom, great wealth, great knowledge, but he didn't give himself credit for that, at least not in the beginning, because he knew as his father David knew that he couldn't do anything without the Lord actually causing it to happen. David didn't make himself king. Solomon didn't make himself king. Neither of them made themselves handsome. Solomon didn't make himself wise. These were gifts from the Lord, according to the Lord's will. We can't take credit for anything good in our lives. It's all from Jesus. 19. And blessed is the name of his honor to the age forever, and the whole earth is filled with his honor. Amen and amen. Two amens mean we agree and we aren't going to change our minds. His name is honored forever, and the name of the Lord is Jesus. 20. The prayers of David, son of Jesse, have been ended. This is a prophetic statement saying that when Jesus comes, all the prayers of David will have been fulfilled, and all the prayers of the saints will have been fulfilled when Jesus comes. And that concludes Psalm chapter 72.